Welcome back, everyone, for another episode of Acido Podcast. My name is Emre Shentuk, and I'm your host of Acido Podcast, but also founder of Acido Magazine, the online magazine for, yeah, I would say it's kind of a rebellion against mainstream media um, in the most positive sense there is, to be honest, because uh, the vision of Acido Magazine, as well as uh, this podcast, is basically to get away from the mainstream idea that we just need to summarize information and then think we are very intelligent and cognitive able. Um, it is rather about uh, analyzing stuff, analyzing very important political and societal developments. So far, I have been concentrating um, a lot on the political side. My last podcast was about motivation and why is it um, a scam. Maybe you're interested in it because this topic today is also kind of related to that. It's about personal development. And the topic is today um, weakness and signs of weakness. You know? how, how do we know or how can we identify people who are weak? Uh, why should we identify them? And what can we do in order to tackle our weaknesses if we happen to see one of those things very predominantly in our characters, which yeah, uh, might well be. I mean, there's nothing bad to it as long as you um, can locate the problems and realize that you need to work on them. Um, that's perfectly fine. So I really like to discuss some of these uh, developmental things. Um, it's very important because on the road to achieve cognitive success, you always have to be um, you, you have to have uh, very clear principles, be self-reflective, uh, and also work on your on your mental skills, right? And these are um, guidance points and uh, also kind of feedback points that you need in order to go back and reevaluate your character on a daily basis, um, on a rolling basis. I mean, it doesn't have to be daily, of course, but you have to be periodically able to take a step back and reevaluate yourself and, and your character and where you want to go, how it aligns with your goals, right? So today I'm going to talk about five signs of weakness um, that you should elim uh, eliminate or uh, that you can also use to watch other people and analyze them. Um, this is very important. And I will start off, um, not with the first point, but um, just explaining why weakness is a bad thing. I mean... Yeah, a lot of people, maybe not a lot of people, but some people might argue that and say weakness is, is not a bad thing at all. You can be weak, right? You can be vulnerable and, and weak and there's nothing bad to it. It's a totally normal trait. I disagree with that because whenever something cruel happened in history, it was born out of weakness. I mean, if we just think back at the Holocaust, right? Um, uh, none of that happened from a position, position of strength, right? It always happened from a position of weakness. The perception of being in danger, um, feeling weak and responding with cruelty is also something that happens on, on a daily basis. If there's somebody who gets bullied all the time, right? Somebody who feels very weak and who's, uh, you know, has a very... Who's very hurt, right? In this case, you know, you hurt somebody and, and this person gets weaker and weaker and weaker, right? At some point, the person responds with a very, uh, in a very cruel way or a very violent way. So, this is why weakness 
is essentially bad. Only strong people have um, the ability to yeah, be balanced and also enter balanced interactions with their with their peers, right? Therefore, weakness is something that we should eliminate. Um, weakness is nothing to strive for. Weakness is essentially bad and strength is essentially good uh, on a very rudimentary level, yeah, so to say. And this leads me to the first point because now people might associate weakness and strength with the physical uh, abilities of people, right? And this is the first mistake to make because physical and um, cognitive strength or weakness from whichever perspective you want to look at it are not equal right the physical strength is definitely a factor that helps you at times uh, is giving you confidence health obviously and also keeps you biologically in a state where you can better process things because if you have a healthy body um, and generally are in good health um, the strength that you gain from that is also displayed in, in your cognitive abilities. But there's no such thing that, there, that the cognitive ability or the cognitive strength or the strength of your character is uh, comparab comparable to the physical strength that you have, right? Obviously, cognitive and character um, yeah, strength is, is superior to, to everything else. And um, there are numerous examples of that. I mean, if we just think, and I'm, again, uh, drifting away to a very extreme uh, example, and this is uh, Stephen Hawking, right? He was an ex incredibly strong person. He was incredibly strong. And no one in the world, even, even I mean, basically everyone in the world was, was stronger than him in physical terms, but in cognitive terms, barely none right and this created a respect uh, for him as a person and uh, people respected him for for who who he was and uh, what he did um, without being able to actually move and um, yeah, being actually physically uh, functional i mean if he um, would have lived uh, 200 years earlier i mean his cognitive strength would have never um, been um, Yeah, developed in such a way right so he was an incre incredibly strong person and this is what people weak people make they make the mistake that they e uh, um, equate physical and cognitive strength and put them on the same level there's there's no such thing right a lot of intelligent people were not physically strong or at least they didn't appear so and on the other side a lot of strong people in the physical sense are not as strong cognitively But no matter what, the strong people never tend to hurt those intelligent people because the respect creates an aura around those people that keeps physical violence away from them. You know, in very, very uh, seldom cases, we have the, um, the situation where very intelligent people uh, are violently, uh, violently attacked, right? Or deliber uh, deliberately violently attacked uh, in such a sense. So this is the, main, uh, the first main point. The second one is uh, the aspect of not uh, being or uh, taking accountability, right? Uh, making excuses for the mistakes you've done. 
basically if we if we think about our lives and everybody knows that it's just as certain as death right that we make mistakes mistakes are so common and certain so natural actually because it is just if we if we wouldn't make mistakes there wouldn't be a balance to life right and the experience shows that everyone does a mistake uh, every now and then and that's perfectly fine obviously it is not a good feeling nobody likes to make mistakes especially if others are uh, harmed by your mistakes can be in very different situations but we never liked it and we don't want this to happen it's a very uncomfortable situation nobody wants to be in this position obviously nobody wants to be but even more so we need to yeah uh, we we need to be uh, held accountable and accept that and uh, hold ourselves accountable for making those um, mistakes learn from them and also be strong enough to say well i made this mistake uh, i try to learn from it and i try to be a better person afterwards i mean there is very a yeah, very interesting difference between mistakes and the nature of mistakes obviously if you do this because you were careless this is something very bad you know if you let's assume you're driving in your car just um, looking at your phone causing an accident and the other person on the other car or you, you hit a bike a uh, bicycle rider or something like that it's a very bad situation you don't want to be in that because you were careless you know you could have been easily avoided um, but if not, and mistakes can also be unforeseen, happens. But making excuses makes you a very weak, uh, weak person. You don't, um, you don't get respect by uh, pulling away with uh, with excuses and pushing all the um, responsibility uh, to, to others and and point uh, point fingers uh, onto others. This is not what strong people would do. And therefore, because we all make mistakes, we all live through them, right? Um, being strong enough to say, well, I did this. Yeah, obviously it was a mistake. I can learn from them. I will learn from them. Is not even a strong character trait. It's just a normal character trait. And even more so, weak people make excuses. Now let's turn to the third point, uh, which is not enduring hardship or being unable to to live through hard times just as certain as uh, you are going to make mistakes you're also going to live through hard times depending on what you uh, feel is hard in your life and this is very um, pretty much dependent on how you are living and what your circumstances are some people or many people tend to to say that they have uh, the hardest time out there this is obviously not the case everyone dependent on how they live uh, what the circumstances are um, and what kind of dangers they are exposed to what kind of needs and um, and wishes and necessities their life brings uh, according to them people are going to live through hardships and this is totally fine and we need to accept that there, there are some basic levels of hardship that people should endure, right? And this is what I'm talking about. If you're not able to live through this minimum amount of, of hardship, this makes you a very weak person. If you're not able to go through bad times and accept that during this period you are going to be sad and have negative feelings, 
and say, all right, you know what? Obviously, it's not a good situation I'm, uh, I'm in right now, but I'm strong enough to go through it. Then this is a very normal trait. This, is, this, this doesn't even make you strong. You know, this is also a very normal thing to live through, through hard times, um, not even with a smile, but be neutral and accept it and accept the negative emotions that your life brings. Because if you don't do it, why should life give you positive emotions? If you think from the perspective of life, right? Why should life give you something positive if you're not willing to go through negative things in a very disciplined manner without complaining, right? Obviously, if you're living through hard times, this surely not a good thing. You can be sad, you can be angry, you can be disappointed. These are all valid feelings. But giving up and being frustrated because you're living through them and asking questions like, why is this happening to me, isn't going to get you uh, very far. You have to endure it. You have to have the ability to endure it and go through it without much complaining. Obviously, you don't have to cheer and smile. This is not what I'm saying. But if you really want to eliminate weakness in your life, you need to go through things without complaining. Just face it. Everyone's facing their battles and it's totally fine. Ask for help if you need it, but don't complain. Complaining is something... I mean, you don't complain when something good happens to you in life. And this is what separates weak from, uh, from strong people because strong people just accept it and say, okay, well, then it is what it is. We have to go through it and they'll do it and they take whatever, it's, uh, whatever is needed and what is necessary in order to turn of uh, turn this, uh, this whole thing around and make something positive out of it and then the positive things will also be um, very in an extreme manner and come faster than you might expect right this is uh, actually a good transition to the fourth point that I'm going to make is being overly concerned with oneself so I just talked about the perspective of life and I find it extremely extremely awkward and annoying and personally i don't have i cannot understand how people overestimate their importance in life if you think from the again from the perspective of life how big life is i mean we can i can again start from the extremes and talk about galaxies and planets and whatnot you being a piece of dust how can you put yourself in the focus of everything that you do and think about. How can that be? Don't you think that this is actually unfair unfair to life? Why should life value, uh, value, value you as one single individual um, to such a degree as you do? Right? And this is some kind of uh, the, the feeling of entitlement that a lot of people have. And I don't think this is something healthy. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve anything, right? And you're not in a position to, de to determine whether you deserve something or not. This is not up to you to assess, right? If you think about very great people in our, in, in our history books, I'm just thinking about Vincent van Gogh, right? One of the greatest painters uh, the world has ever seen. 
this guy lived a miserable life. I mean, certainly he didn't deserve it. I mean, why is his art famous now, right? Did he deserve, did he deserve that? And uh, I don't think that we should have a feeling of entitlement. If we do something, uh, whatever we do, we should do it for the sake of doing it. You know, if it's something you're talented in, you're interested in, whatever, I think this is totally fair. And uh, being overly concerned with how I feel and, you know, my mood is, is down today, my mood is up today, today I feel like this, today I feel that. I mean, first of all, nobody cares. Uh, second of all, it only will make you sad because in the end, being constantly focused on your mood will drain your energy. You will not be able to to face life and the, the, the beautiful things that life offers to you and that life also demands from you, right? Because everyone has a talent and if you're not giving this talent by kind of developing it back to life, then you're, the miss you're missing the point basically and with missing the point makes you basically sad, right? You're not very fulfilled. And this is why I say uh, the feeling of entitlement is something that we pe weak people have. If you think that you deserve something or you are entitled to something, uh, then you're a very weak person because you have no... On, on what ground can you say that you're entitled to something, right? Because it's not up to you to decide. Everything will fall in place, so I think uh, going through um, a life with, um, without expectations and um, with, the, with the vision or with the mindset that you only have something to give and not uh, something to take is the healthiest way to approach everything that you basically encounter. Now, uh, we turn to the, to the fifth point, and this is actually one of my favorites, what weak people do. And if you have listened until now, first of all, thank you. Thank you very much uh, for, for listening to me and and. Yeah, giving some weight to my words uh, and maybe think about it or maybe you don't and want to enter a discussion so uh, feel free um, to, to to write me an email obviously and also visit the webpage acida.com and uh, the reason why I'm saying this is because this point is something that I personally think and this is something that you, you you're not often encountering in, um, on social media or television or whatever media you're consuming right the other ones you know more or less you heard about them probably right maybe not in this constellation and maybe not in this wording but i figured a lot of people um think the same way or have like parts of what i say also incorporated into their thinking and it's perfectly fine but this one i don't think you've ever heard and so therefore i would um yeah really like to, to present it to you what i think is the the fifth point of of weak people that the yeah that they display basically and it is the need of proper form to process information i think this is so laughable that people need need to be fed in the right way to process information somebody is explaining something through a video or a graphic or a presentation And people can process the information better. And all, all of a sudden they say, oh, well, that's true. And that's so great and amazing, right? can be the most basic stuff. You can say trees are green. You can make a presentation about how trees are green. And they say, oh, this is the most um, 
deep diving and far-reaching stuff that, that I've ever seen is such a great analysis. That's not the case, right? It's just a great presentation. It's visually properly formatted or processed or put into into to a format that people can can easily digest and all of a sudden it's great information making assessments on pieces of information based on their format or how easily they are processable according to the layman right is to me one of the weakest forms of communication and the biggest signs of weakness there is in people there's a reason why academic art articles are uh, mostly um, uh, written out and not some funny pictures like in, in the first grade because the concepts that they are talking about they don't need to be visualized more uh, oftentimes especially in um, humanities and for example political science it's just plain text 30 pages plain text Everything you need to uh, need to know is probably explained. The words are picked perfectly. They are matched perfectly. The concepts are put in place. Why? Because intelligent people can process this. Intelligent people don't need some, some pictures and visualizations and whatnot in order to process information. And this is extremely, extremely weak from people if they say, well, this is boring. I don't, I don't understand it. Can you make it more fun? Obviously, he could. I mean, if somebody is engaging with, with very interesting and very uh, far-reaching, important stuff, analyzing this on, on the basis, and for example, I try to do that, right? Then this person cannot also try to, to feed you uh, with this information in the proper form. If you are interested in developing yourself, it is your task to filter out and to analyze and to digest it. But making assessment on the quality of information based on how it is presented to you is actually cowardly, if you, if you ask me, right? And on the other side, people often share stuff and, and talk about stuff with this kind of information that is well-processed and well-presented to them, right? Acting as if it would be, uh, as, uh, as if this is high-quality content regardless of how superficial it is. And this is something that drives me crazy because people think that you're cognitively advanced um, if, you, if you can uh, present something in the proper way. I mean, maybe you are because you understood how the, people, the people's minds work. Maybe I'm making a mistake here uh, thinking that only the subject matter matters and uh, the psychology of people is something that you can neglect and, and trust on that people will analyze it in the same proper way as, as, um, as you do, right? Maybe it's a mistake from my, my point, right, or from my side. This might, might well be, but I'm pretty sure that if you really want to be uh, considered a strong person, that you can see through uh, things. And this is something that I saw in corporate life and academia. Those people who were not blinded by the form of presentation, but were rather engaging with the analysis and the, and the contents that were presented, they were very successful and they moved very far in life because they were able to say, okay, well, you're just trying to try to blend me, you know, and... Uh, you're just making something up and uh, making it look, look cool and smart. 
So therefore, I think it's a big sign of weakness if you value the presentation more than the content. Just to sum it up. And um, yeah, maybe there's also something that, that, that I envisioned. Um, people would be more engaging with, with content that, that truly matters um, yeah, on the content level. As I said, um, academic articles are such an enriching format, actually, but people just don't go through these articles, take their time and really try to know something, right? They want to appear to know something, which is fine, but it also makes you weak. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, I mean, it's a little bit different than the other episodes, uh, to be honest, um, I mean, such in such a way, you know, enlisting five points and, and talking about them. Um, if you like it, obviously, I can do more of those uh, those things. Maybe I can also do an episode about signs of strength. You know, what um, puts ahead people who appear very strong. So I enjoyed it. I hope you did too, and I hope to see you around for the next episode of Acido Podcast. So take care. Have a good one and bye.